Sometimes breakfast with Jody and Matho doesn't all fit in between six and nine each morning. So this is where we put the extra bits. All the bits you may have missed. Jody and Matho, the podcast, anytime you want them on Listener. What a week it was. It certainly was, Jody. It's very full on. Uh, lots of giveaways. Lots of uh, people to talk to. Uh, a lot of people calling up and trying to win stuff. Yeah, it's been a good week, a busy week. Busy but... week, so love putting it all in the podcast. Have a bit of a reflection and uh, see what we can do better next time, I guess. <laughs> 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 We're going to kick it off uh, very romantically. Oh. Because this week was Valentine's Day yes. uh, on the on the Tuesday, but we're giving away flowers beforehand. This music is uh, really doing something for me. <laughs> got a question for you, Joe. Yeah. As a lady, what is we're giving away flowers now? What's your favourite flower? Oh, I've got I've got two. I have a number. I love all the flowers, but I had to have a number uh, of two: sunflowers and baby's breath. Uh, sunflowers and baby's breath. Yeah. Okay. You know what my fl- favourite flower is? What is it? Self-raising. <laughs> Sarah, how are you, mate? Good, thank you. How are you going? Yeah, doing good, thank you. Flowers, Sarah. What are your favourite flowers? I just love all of them. Oh, all of them. Okay. All of the flowers. Yeah, all of the colours, all of the flowers. I agree, Sarah. I agree. It's become very, very feminine in here, and I love it. <laughs> uh, are you going to give them to yourself, uh, Sarah? Is it a self-Valentine's Day? Have you got someone to give them to? Oh, no, I reckon I'll probably just give them to myself. My husband won't buy them. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fair enough, Sarah. Treat yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Who yeah. and go, who are they from? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? I don't know. Got to to work. Yeah. <laughs> They're from Jodie and Matho, yeah. of course. Who's this Jodie Matho? <laughs> anyway, um, hopefully you'll get heaps of flowers. These ones, ones from your husband and uh, everyone else. Uh, Sarah, thank you very much. Congratulations. Jodie and Matho, the podcast. Now, Jodie, was this the first year you were super interested in the Super Bowl? Absolutely. First year I've watched it. <laughs> First year for a lot of young ladies and a a lot of people that uh, normally wouldn't because Taylor Swift is involved somehow. Well, her boyfriend plays uh, for the Chiefs. He's the captain of the Chiefs. And you could have sworn she played for the Chiefs. She won the Super Bowl. Well, apparently. Apparently she did with her powers of some description. (laughs) We talked about it anyway. Super Bowl is on. Uh, It's a huge event, obviously, over the States. And as the years have gone, it's it's gotten more and more... Uh, popular here to at least know about what's happening uh, in Australia. What are you doing? I need to sneeze, but I'm trying Just sneeze, because I can see your little... <laughs> you, I see your little uh, rabbit nose go. Your little twinkie, twinkie, twinkie. Leave the Just rabbit look nose up into the light and no, sneeze. it's gone now. It's gone. You got angry at me and it's scared oh, away. <laughs> Rightio. Well, maybe your sneeze will come out later when the uh, Super Bowl is on. It starts uh, It starts over in Las Vegas. Excellent. They, actually, they start over there at 3.30 in the afternoon, uh, which is kind of like, I don't know, a bit of a... It's like a grand final, really. Yeah. Uh, starting time. It's between the Kansas City Chiefs versus San Francisco 49ers. The Chiefs, of course, have the advantage of having Taylor Swift uh, <laughs> bugging them for the past couple of months. San Francisco, of course, well, you know, they've gone all right uh, this year, apparently. Uh, and they've also got an Aussie in their team, Mitch Wish, 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 Wishnowski. Sorry. You don't say the wish four times before no. that. You just get through it. Uh, it's, uh, but it's kicking off our time, 10.30am today. You can watch it free to air on all the Channel 7s. If you've got a KO subscription, you can uh, catch it as well. And you'll be catching Halftime Show, which is always huge. I like to see the ads. Yeah, well, all the time. ads are the best. Yeah, Usher is, is uh, Usher, performing Usher. and Reba McIntyre is singing the national anthem. And Post Malone is performing America the Beautiful. Oh, gosh. Yeah, so plenty happening. So much happening. I can see Mr. Jody 
five screens set up oh, for yeah. work, all of them will be the Super Bowl. Yep. Good on him too. He works for the government, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Good uh, on him. Yeah. Well done, mate. <laughs> Jody and Mather. Weekday mornings from 6 on Dubbo's 93.5 Triple M. This is the podcast edition. Matho, we're huge pet lovers. We are. And uh, there was a study done recently about uh, the most favorited uh, dogs. Yeah, and we had a, a little bit of chat about it because we were impressed with the top one. Yeah. Well, what do you get, uh, Jodes, if you cross a uh, King Charles, uh, Cavalier King Charles Spaniel and a poodle? A cavoodle? Well, you get the Australia's number one dog. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's yeah. a cavoodle. A cavoodle. It's, it's been voted recently, just sort of in uh, the Liberal, as the number one uh, dog. When I was washing dogs for a living, I used to have my own dog wash, I'd had washed a lot of King Charles, Cavaliers, Cavoodles, that type of thing, because they're hypoallergenic, so they don't leave hair behind, and uh, you don't sneeze around them. Really? Yeah, so, well, that apparently. I did not know, apparently. Yeah, yeah you know. Uh, yeah, so, so, and they usually got a great nature. Um, usually. <laughs> usually. Uh, the other ones, um, there was a, there's a whole uh, uh, survey done. Um, people into German Shepherds these days, miniature dash hounds. They look adorable. Yeah, but I they, know, but they can't jump, so you can't have ju- ramps everywhere. They can, they can barely walk. Yeah. Um, and also uh, French Bulldogs and Labradors. All those, by the way, uh, as puppies, are about three grand. But I did see at number six, a Border Collie. Yes. Oh. Borderline personality. Oh, he's a Border uh, Crocodile uh, is what yeah. he is. He just snaps at everything. <laughs> well, we, we nearly had an uh, extra dog last night. My dogs have been uh, tunnelling a tunnel to China or to next door. And the next door neighbour's dog got through to our yard. Oh, yeah, a little puppy play date. Yeah, so they got what they wanted and they did not like it at all. What's the dog? Just scruffy, scruffy the dog. Oh, yeah. It's a real scruffy little terrier thing. But your dogs, one of them looks like Dobby the house elf and the other one's a chonka-chonk. Chonka-chonk, chonka-chonk and Dobby. (laughs) Yeah, I've got Dobby is a uh, a, a dash hound cross Pomeranian cross um, Chihuahua. Oh, he's a, yeah, a bit of a bit soft. And an absolute psychopath. Yeah. Uh, and the other dog is just a mong. Yeah, he, he, he's uh, all, all pug and uh, bulldog, which I'm not too sure how that sort of happened. That must have been a weird day in Oxford Street. But uh, they're, they're two idiots, but they're fantastic, and I love them. Yeah. My, because we can't afford cavoodles. Well, we got um, Lenny, our little border collie. He's, he's a purebred long hair border collie. And it was, it's one of those things where it's chance. It's chance and it's fate and it just happened. Of course. That it was, he wasn't that much. He's the runt of the litter. Yeah. Uh, I think we spent more on his hospital bills for over the past oh, nice. four years than we have on our whole entire house loan. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah. But I do want to, I want a golden retriever and I want to call him Mango. That's fair enough. Yeah. You, you do know they actually don't retrieve gold. What? <laughs> Jody and Matho. Anytime you want them on Listener. Best part of this job, Joe, is that we get to speak to some pretty awesome people. Some legends, if you will. Absolute legends. And one of them is Freddie Fittler. Freddie Fittler, what are you doing out here? Well, um, I think we're going, we're doing the junior cleaning at Narromine. And then we're doing a uh, PCYC tomorrow morning. So, okay. um, yeah, we'll be in the vicinity. So come out and grab a footy, have a kick and some to eat. Freddie, what can kids expect from the clinic? Well, everyone's at different levels. So they've got a program at the PCYCs uh, called Fit for Life. So you turn up and you normally do a bit of boxing, a bit of exercise. Uh, it's at all different levels. You don't need to be able to fight. You don't fight people. You don't hit people. Uh, you don't get hit. 
Uh, it's just about a little bit of exercise. You get a bacon egg roll and then you get shooed off to school. They take you to school. So uh, it's something that I think rugby league uh, could get involved in more. I think it's a re- considering the PCYC and how good they are, especially in Orange at the moment. They've got a beautiful clubhouse and it's quite new, but I know the government investing a lot a lot of money in to these clubhouses and just places, safe havens for kids to go and be themselves. The Hogs National Tour, it's in your 13th year. You've decided to do New South Wales, but go north and south into Queensland and Victoria. Uh, what was the need there? Did someone reach out to you or just say, you know what, we've got to expand this? Well, I didn't uh, take on the job as the coach this year for New South Wales, but I've taken on a job at the NRL. So it's a good opportunity actually just to take our message and go into Queensland. I had some ex-teammates and players, some up in Queensland, uh, meet us up on the border, which is a bit of fun. And also down in Melbourne, there's a big investment in Melbourne. The numbers are really doing really well in Melbourne. There's a new centre of excellence and a great big facility they've built as well. So nice little pathway for kids if they want to play footy. And we'll go down there on the day of the first game where Penrith play Melbourne, got Cam, Cam Smith to our Nick Howe, Robbie Kearns, they're going to show up on the bikes, and that's the other part of what we do is, um, I love riding bikes, so I find people who like riding bikes and we go for a ride. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good reason to get out, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good, it's working yeah. good at the moment. Now, uh, doing this over a decade, and you are addressing, uh, you know, mental health things and physical exercise and social engagement. Have you noticed a, a change in, you know, the kids, you, you know, you ha, you, you're doing the PCYCs. Have you noticed a change in the kids as, as the device thing got a bit worse? What, what have been your observations? Uh, if anything, I think once kids are there, I think they, they just click into gear. Uh, I find the mornings are a lot harder and kids look a little bit more tired. So I feel like, you know, for whatever reason, that is. Um, but apart from that, I find once they get together, once they're on a field, once they're in, you know, mucking around, they're fine. They they just click into gear. They become kids. So I think sometimes it's hard. Parenting's hard. It's tough work at the moment. You know, we're dealing with things that we've never had. No one's ever had to deal with before these these addictions and you know what it's doing. So, but like I said, once they're together and you get the stuff out of the road, they just turn into kids and they're laughing and enjoy themselves. Yeah. yeah, I've got an eight-year-old, and that sounds exactly what every morning is like. You know, wind them up, <laughs> wind them up, you know, just uh, pat the head and uh, just go, come on, mate, you're right. And then eventually yeah. he gets into, get, gets into gear. And, uh, no, it's a, it's, a, it's a great message. What's, uh, what's for the future for the ride? Well, um, as in this year, we're going to – do we go south? So we go Dubbo down to uh, Wagga through Cooma and then up to Nara, but – I know I intend to do this forever. I enjoy riding. I've got there's about uh, 20 of us here at the moment. I have old school friends. We've got ex-footballers, Ian Schubert, Paul Gallen, Luke Lewis. Uh, they're all on the ride. And then we've got some other fellas that have been doing it for 12 years, just enjoy the company and love riding. So they help out at uh, barbecues after clinics and all that sort of stuff. So I don't know. I think it'll could go forever. Jody and Mather. Anytime you want, I'm on Listener. And six to nine weekdays on Dubbo's 93.5 Triple M. Jody, were you as surprised as I was that Dubbo came sixth 
in the most romantic city in Australia. I was a little bit surprised that Dubbo is, uh, it loves love. Apparently, we talk about it, but apparently uh, they get the rankings from word searches off uh, Google and things like that, like people looking for things like weddings and uh, engagements and things uh, of that nature. Yeah, it turns out I've searched for wedding proposal engagement about 70,000 times in Dubbo. Jody, how romantic do you feel at the moment? Like, is it is a romance tingling in the air? No. No, yeah. Every day's romantic. Is it? Oh, no. Not every day. Nah, not every day. Some days are quite unromantic, but apparently we're in the right city for it. We are. We've ranked top five. Well, to, well sorry, we're, we're six. Six. We've ranked top six. Whatever. Uh, which is, it's fine. It's kind of average, mm. above average. Because there was a recent study by Preply, uh, which I'm... I'm assuming that's something that happens before toilet paper. Um, <laughs> finds that New South Wales is a state with the most romantic cities in Australia. And they've done it by using the World Wide Web <laughs> yes. to uh, search um, for, you know, the online interest in dating, so online dating. Yeah. Uh, and they've, they've got, like, scores on it. Uh, searches for proposals, something that I... Never had happened to me. Um, gifting for flowers, searches for Valentine's Day ideas, okay, okay. romantic restaurants, romantic hotels, things to do. And then they rate our city of a score of five and we got 3.5. And that got us to sixth. That got us to sixth, yeah. What was the other hotels, like Bates Motel or something? Well, bad. <laughs> well I don't think it's that bad because Orange is ranked number one. What? And they scored um, a 4.47. Every time you say that, I go, what? I've been to Orange. There's no way. I think it's because so they've got like four more wineries than what we do and like a little apple farm. Who cares? We've got Sandy Beach. Yeah. How romantic is Sandy Beach? Well... <laughs> There's a lot of things happening in Dubbo for Valentine's Day because yeah. you've got the the vine the Dine in the Vines happening at Lazy River. Yep. Uh, 178 have a beautiful Valentine's Day dinner on. The zoo are hosting something. You know, there's heaps of things going around for dinner. Apparently Mr Jody's got something lined up for you. Well, Mr Jody and I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. Really? Yeah. We don't we don't talk about it. We don't mention it. I've never been asked to be his Valentine. Okay. I think there's something there for Mr. Jody. He should do what I do with Mrs. Matho. What do you do? Just take my shirt off and say, pick from the smorgasbord, babe. Jody and Matho, the podcast. Jody, we love speaking to people that just come on the show just spontaneously, but we do have some regulars. We do. We need a little bit of a helping hand sometimes with our technology. And thankfully, we have Trevor Long, our tech guru. Trev, tell us about Uber and their new move to an old technology. That's it. I mean, this is the weirdest thing ever, but it's perfect because when Uber first launched, taxis didn't have apps. Uh, taxis caught up, they have apps, so there's a bit of rivalry there. You've got a bit of choice. But if you're 65 plus, uh, Uber's research shows you're not a big fan of apps. You're also quite happy to make phone calls and book things. So why not make a phone booking service available to them? So basically now 1-3-Uber allows you to ring, book, and Uber to come to you, take you where you need to go. It runs you through the options at different prices. Um, it still needs you to be calling from a mobile number, so it texts you and sends you a message telling you what the Uber will be and, and what, what the Red will be. But basically, it's just like calling a cab back in the day. And uh, I think it's a brilliant idea. I, um, I, I'm, I'm kind of shocked that they've done it, but it feels like it's a market that they're missing and they're never going to make just through improving the app. So there you go. Everything old is new again. One, three, Uber. To phone an Uber. Yeah, I That's remember super handy. being stuck in the CBD of Melbourne trying to 
make a phone call to a cab company and just be engaged all night. Oh god! And, yeah. and a lot of the time, that'll be the that'll be where Uber dominates here, is because sometimes calling a cab is just as difficult as it's always been. So maybe Uber can be the solution to that problem. Yeah, we'll see. Now, there's a new subscription out to help you protect your identity and also keep tabs of your credit rating. I love this. Yeah, this is critical because companies like Trend Micro have for years uh, obviously been protecting our devices from viruses and malware and all those things. And Trend Micro have had a thing called ID security for a while, but the new they've upgraded the product to call it ID protection. And the reason is because it's about protecting what is critical to you, your identity. Now, if your information was stolen in a hack or a leak and you don't know about it, this, uh, this subscription, this app will alert you to the fact that your information is being traded on the dark web, but it's also going to now help you with things like passwords. So manage and monitor your passwords, but also pick new passwords, test existing passwords, which is great. But the thing they've done, and so that's 120 bucks a year, which is a pretty good price for identity protection, but it also includes 12 months of Equifax credit reporting. Now, that alone is 120 bucks. So one, one of the two is free, whichever way you want to look at it. And you get credit reporting, so you know if someone's applied for credit in your name, you know if there's a black market against your credit file, and all these things mean that you've got safety and security over your identity for when you need your identity to apply for a loan or a mortgage or whatever it might be. So a great little product from Trend Micro, ID protection. I love that idea. I'm going to look into that. Something else I'm going to look into is a new podcast from a certain Trevor Long. That's right. I'm here for you uh, because you know electric cars are a big topic of conversation right now. So my mate and I, Stephen Fennick, we've been podcasting for 13 years, Two Blokes Talking Tech, and we've just expanded that now to be Two Blokes Talking Electric Cars. So every week we're going to unpack the news of the week, talk about the myths and the concerns and the challenges of owning an electric car, as well as reviewing all the latest cars as well. So lots to unpack in the world of electric cars. If you have any interest or fascination, Two blokes talking electric cars. Jody and Mavo. Weekday mornings from 6 on Dubbo's 93.5 Triple M. This is the podcast edition. Jody, you know what I love about this podcast? What do you love? That anyone from anywhere around the world can be listening to it right now. Ooh. And uh, what they will probably know about Dubbo, and a lot of people do, is we're famous for our Chonga Western Plains Zoo. And earlier in the week... The Dubbo Western Plains Zoo opened up our Platypus Rescue Headquarters. I thought at the zoo, at our beautiful Tronga Western Plains Zoo, in our beautiful town, that when they come up with ideas, it was from a long session of brainstorming. It turns out, no, that's not how they do it. No, apparently it's just over a couple of beers. Well, one, best ideas have come over a couple of, couple of cans. This is couple true. couple of schooners. Um, and in 2019 or, 20, or close to 2020, Team, uh, Tim Hoskins and Steve Hinks and Murray Wood discussed uh, the impact of uh, the black summer bushfires on the platypus populations. I have no idea how to say platypus, platypi. I'm not too sure. There is no wrong way of saying it. But they had a chat over a couple of beers. And yesterday, after, after you know, obviously a little bit of COVID, a little bit of the old spicy flu happened, yeah. <laughs> uh, we got our platypus enclosure. Yeah, and Matho, did you know that it's the world's largest purpose-built platypus conservation centre? Well, it should be here, shouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. It can hold up to 65 platypus, platypi, platypuses uh, during droughts and bushfires because platypus, platypies, platypuses, mm-hmm. they're like they're pretty, they're not that they are extinct, but the numbers are 
dwindling so quickly. They are. They're just a very so sensitive out in the bush. They Every, are. Everything's got to be very, very cool for them to be okay with things. Which I did not know of. I thought they were just like a no. like a little, you know, like we can adapt to anything, like a cockroach can adapt to anything. No. I thought they were the same. Not at all. Uh, they're very sensitive and uh, they've got very sensitive beaks, <laughs> very sensitive to their surroundings. Um, and I'm, I got, am I terrified of them a little bit? Cause they got barbs on their little feet. Do they? Yeah. And they're oh. kind of poisonous on their feet. Or, is it a flathead I'm thinking of? I don't know. Um, but yeah, they're kind of poisonous. Um, oh. yeah. Uh, but very unique, very Australian, very yes, Australian. Very like Australian. Diggy die. I mean, the, every platypus has a singlet. Uh, <laughs> that it wears in a form guide in the back. Um, but yeah, no, it's fantastic. $12.2 million invested and it's going to be great, uh, to make sure that these animals are so iconic to Australia survive and thrive. I'd love to see a lot more of them around. Yeah, for sure. Cause it's very, very rare. If you're going down to the river for a fish or, you know, a little yeah. paddle in the boat, yeah. very, very rare to see them now, which I remember growing up when I was younger oh, they were and you would see them every, them and turtles, you yeah. would just see them everywhere all along, like, you know, in the banks all or wherever, but now it's so super rare mm. to see one, which is really upsetting. It is upsetting. You did grow up on uh, Turtle Island though. Yeah. That's, so, <laughs> And next time I go out for a couple of beers, I can tell the wife, look, I'm not just wasting my time. We could come up with a fantastic idea of a like platypus enclosure. Yeah, how to save lives. Yeah, that's right. That's what I'm doing, babe. I'm not out there just wasting time <laughs> and I'm wasting money. Saving lives. Yes. Jody and Matho. Anytime you want them on Listener. This week, Jody, the monster trucks came to town. And not only did they come to town, I got to take a little bit of a ride in them. And I was very scared and I didn't take a ride. You were very brave. Thank you. You're a big girl. I know. Joe's, I got to uh, see you have the time of your life. I had a blast. In the monster truck. Yes, it was It was really, really great. Um, thanks to the team from Monster Trucks Promotion Australia. They let us uh, take a little ride. You were too scared, though. It's too scared. And also, I didn't think I would fit. You would have uh, definitely fit. Yeah, but I had to climb up. I've got the bung knee. And all yeah, the, the climbing up. I'm sore today. You didn't look like you did that too well. No, I didn't. Uh, I really didn't. I have no upper body or lower body strength in my body. Or middle body strength. Middle body. I have no strength. Mm-hmm. Chloe the roadie, however, oh, ding, 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 ding. she jumped like up. a mountain goat. <laughs> yeah. A mountain goat that is taking selfies at the time. Yeah. And I tried to, you know, converse with the lady about how hard it was. And she goes... What, what are you, talk- what what are you talking, talking about? about? It's just like climbing a ladder. I'm like, oh, you're whatever. also like four feet under me yeah. and uh, have yeah. the strength think, of a Greek goddess. Yeah, I think the wind just took her up. <laughs> but there was a distinct difference uh, between your two rides. You had a nice ride and the guy went... Wah, wah, yeah, the it was fun. It. Uh, he was a young man and when young Chloe got in, uh, he stepped up his game. He did. And, that he uh, did. He made that... Uh, he made that uh, f- uh, monster truck roar. Yeah, yeah. Giggles. It was it was a bit more extreme than what I had. That's right, and uh, I think he was trying to impress young young uh, Chloe, and I think he did. Uh, she walked away and broke his heart, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> he'll take it out on Saturday. Yes, take all his anger out on Saturday uh, because they're going to be at the Dubbo Showground. The gates open from four, and it's going to start at six. But you've got to get a good seat. Yeah, get a good and seat. that's the thing. You've got to get a good seat. Um, I'm going to be there at like. 
three o'clock at the gate waiting to get a good seat. <laughs> just, maybe not that, that extreme. <laughs> no, like I'm that. not. But it is going to be a great show. I spoke to Clive and, uh, the, and, and some of the other drivers, and uh, they do put on a great show. They put some great effort into it. Uh, and definitely not, if you've heard of uh, Monster Trucks sucking in the past, this is not them. No, definitely not. There was another not. company going around that sucked. These guys don't. These awesome. guys are absolutely amazing. And we saw from uh, yesterday how, just how great the Monster Trucks were. Jody and Mather, weekday mornings from 6 on Dubbo's 93.5 Triple M. This is the podcast edition. Jody's every couple of weeks we get to speak to some politicians and of course we speak to our federal member from Parks, Mark Coulton, this week. And we couldn't help but ask him mm-hmm. about a little incident that's happened in Parliament this week. Have you uh, fallen over any planners lately, Mark, or is that um, just... I, I don't remember. Um. <laughs> Your Honour. <laughs> Mate, uh, yeah. uh, Canberra must be a busy place at the moment. You're in Parliament, which I'm assuming is pretty hectic, pretty late nights. Yeah. Um, what are you doing there with the tax cuts? Yeah, so uh, this has been going on for quite a bit, the debate. It'll, I think we'll vote on it tomorrow about lunchtime. Um, and um, it, it's a bit of a tricky one because uh, the, the change, there's been three uh, lots of tax cuts. So the first one and the second one were more low-income earners. This was more sort of for higher-income earners. Uh, the government's changed it, and so people, some people uh, in, you know, in Dubbo will get uh, a bigger tax cut. But the problem with this is that it's not really... It, it was meant to be part of a larger reform. And so what, what we've got what's called bracket creep, where people, when they earn a bit more money, they go into a higher tax bracket... So the government takes more of their money um, and it really re- reduces the incentive to you know, take on that maybe that weekend job or you know, maybe to decide to go and work uh, you know, in a mine, um, you know, leave your family and earn more money um, and the, you know, the tax, uh, higher taxes are disincentive. So it's a bit of a two-edged sword. In the short term, probably people are going to get a, a, a return back from their tax. In the longer term, it's probably going to cost them. Oh gosh, it just—it's—it's it's maddening. Just as a punter, just just with all the tax stuff as well. Yeah. Do you, yeah. do you, do you guys get a sense that uh, the public just really want the want it all to work? Yeah, I think so. I think, and, and yeah, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's important that these things um, uh, come through parliament. I think I think I also need to point out that you know, eighty-five percent of all the legislation that comes through uh, is agreed upon, right? And 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 the coalition is going to ultimately, uh, with some suggested changes, which probably won't get up, but ultimately we'll support this as well. Uh, but it is important that these things are put under scrutiny because otherwise you end up with. Um, uh, unforeseen consequences. That's why you have these uh, these long debates. But you know, it doesn't come into play for a while, and then it's the end of the next year when people get their tax returns. So uh, the immediate impact on this is not like we'll wake up on Monday and yippee, it's all in place. It, it's a long term. Uh, it's a long term process. So uh, yeah, I think a lot of people just um, uh, don't really uh, are tuned into what's happening down here. They they see stuff on TV and it looks like everyone's just screaming at each other and it doesn't make much sense, but there's a bit more to it than that. So will we know uh, what's happening with the tax cuts by tomorrow? Uh, yeah, probably tomorrow afternoon. Uh, it'll, it'll, uh, it'll have to go over to the Senate, but uh, I, I suspect it'll probably go through there in March. Uh, I know, probably next the last week in February. Uh, so... 
uh, it'll be in place before Easter, I think. Um, so, um, yeah, it does take a little while to get through both houses. So that will definitely then uh, impact, you know, the June financial year tax. Uh, yeah, in 12 months you'll get that. You know? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so it does take a while. And the other thing that's happened... Uh, that I think is, is people would be concerned about is the changes to industrial relations. So, uh, but when I said about rushing things through, they'll they'll have to fix this. But um, in the Senate, they have actually passed a law last week so that um, a boss could be sent to jail if he rings an employee out of hours. Uh, I mean that's just uh, that's just ridiculous. Um, and so I think they'll have to make some changes. But that's what happens when things get rushed through. Yeah, I've wanted yeah. to send a few bosses to jail, uh, but now now I've got my own small business. I do not want that to uh, to, to pass. So yeah. Anyway, um, what's your favourite thing to do in Canberra when you're there, apart from be a politician? Uh, apart from sleeping at night time. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah, look, look, actually, uh, you're funny you should say that because uh, Canberra is a, is a beautiful town, but um, you know I get here Sunday night, leave Thursday night. Uh, and I'm at work before seven, and I leave at ten. So uh, I don't get to experience the, the delights of Canberra, but uh, it, it, it is something I encourage people to do. If anyone from the electorate comes down and gives me a call, we'll gladly show them around Parliament House, uh, get them quicker, you know, tickets into Question Time. But there's so, so many important things, like the War Memorial is one of the most it's important beautiful. places oh, to visit. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's the, the museums, the art galleries, mm. just walk around the lake. It's a, it's a, it is a beautiful capital. Uh, and this building we're in now, Parliament House, is very interesting. But uh, sadly, um, uh, the job is all-consuming when you're here. So, uh, But, yeah, I'm not complaining. Uh, it's a great privilege to have this job. Um, been doing it for a while now. Jody and Mather. Anytime you want, I'm on Listener. And six to nine weekdays on Dubbo's 93.5 Triple M. Wednesday's Jodes. Of course, it's time for What's Trending. You bring us something from around the internet. This week, you didn't disappoint. No, in Australia, McDonald's has released adult Happy Meals. What's it called, McMortgage? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's called Adult Happy Meal. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah, Fair yeah. Enough. They got creative. They stopped at the name. <laughs> uh, it includes a 1990s toy, which is a McNugget Buddy toy. You mentioned this before off air. I, I don't remember it. Well, I am a little bit too young to remember uh, these sort of toys. But what it is, it's a it's a chicken nugget. It looks, to me, it looks like a potato. But it's a chicken nugget dressed in, like, clothes. It's, you know, character, character, caricature. Something. Something like that. Uh, it used to glow in the dark and have interchangeable clothes. Back in the day. Back in the day. These ones are just collectors. So it just comes with a little collector card um, and the little nugget buddy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they sound ridiculous, but you know they're going to sell millions. Oh, for sure, for sure, because, for sure. Because you know why? It's Valentine's Day today. And if I, if I gave the choice to Mrs. Matho to go to different restaurants, but I said there's a McNugget Happy Meal happening for adults and you get your own toy nugget, that's where we're going. Yeah, well, uh, obviously, because you can choose, and you can choose between uh, chicken nuggets and a Big Mac. So that's kind oh, of like going to a fancy restaurant where you get to choose whether you want fish or steak. Fancy restaurant. I like Hart McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah, no, fish or the steak, the nuggets or the burger. I'd yeah. go the burger, she go the nuggets. Yeah, perfect. Oh, look at that. Have a little bite of each other's. Perfect. Yeah, fantastic. Date night. Jody and Matho. Anytime you want them on Listener. In Dubbo, Jody, there are a lot of grassroots, smaller organisations doing great charitable work. And one of those charities is Helper Mate. Our good mates from the show Helper Mate. Yes. They're hosting a barbecue this weekend down at Bunnings. I don't think they're a show. They're a. Charity organisation. They're our good mates from the show. 
From oh, from our show. From our show. Oh, I get yeah, English. Yeah, I get yeah. it good. Yeah. yeah, help a mate. Yeah, uh, Eagle. Yeah, he's a great guy, and uh, they're doing a bit uh, for the community, and uh, just such a grassroots organisation. There's only a few people that are are into it, um, but they're doing a, a wonderful job. Yeah, and they're going to be down at Bunnings on Saturday and Sunday. So if you miss them on Saturday, they're going to be there for another day. And you know, you can take down your bottles, your cans, and your batteries as well. So if you've got them saved up. And you know you want to do something good. Yeah. Head down to Bunnings, drop well, them off. a little bit weird, but uh, what Eagle does is he takes the bottles on the cans and he recycles them, and the batteries as well. He doesn't take them home and eat them or anything. No. Uh, yeah, so you can uh, buy a snag, drop your bottles and cans off for your old batteries, and uh, go to help a mate. And uh, they raise funds for the Dubbo community, so it goes straight back in uh, to the community as soon as uh, as soon as absolutely possible. Yeah, to help out with homelessness and uh, all the you know all the great things with yeah, Dubbo. Yeah, all the other bits and pieces. So we encourage uh, encourage you to get down to Bunnings this weekend and get a snag and, and uh, hand over your bottles and cans and whatnot. Jody and Mather. Anytime you want, I'm on Listener. And six to nine weekdays on Dubbo's 93.5 Triple M. Jody, we got some devastating news out of South Australia during the week about fairy bread being banned. Yeah, and I think if I was in primary school and they banned fairy bread, I think I'd just walk into the ocean and let a shark eat me. If you ever needed another bone to pick with South Australia, I'll have it here for you. They have restricted fairy bread at public schools. I'm sorry, they've what? Restricted fairy bread at public schools. The Department of Education has issued guidelines against fairy bread in canteens and lunchboxes. If that's all that's happening in the South Australia and that's what they're getting down to, things must be good over there. Things must be really good over there. Must be no crime. <laughs> no no diabetes problem with a whole bunch of other food. No educa- education system doing amazingly. Amazing. They just have to drill it down to this uh, fairy bit issue. There's been outrage from parents on social media. A poll showed that 89% were against banning fairy bread. Uh, but apparently it's been moved to a not suitable lunch option. Now, can I tell you something about fairy bread that I'm pretty sure, I'm not 100% sure that I know this for sure. Okay. A fairy bread was a cheap treat for kids back in the day. Oh, yeah. Bread, super cheap. Sprinkles were super cheap. Yeah, butter, butter was super, super cheap. And it looks amazing for a kid. And it tastes amazing. I still eat it now. Yeah, that's because you're a lady child. Well. Uh, but that's okay. And, and who wouldn't? I mean, it's it was that's what it's supposed to be, a treat. I'm not sure that there's kids going to school with two slices of bread and just a massive, just every day, just just sprinkles every day for school. I don't think that's happening. Because the school canteen, like, it's supposed to be a treat. Yeah. Like, you know, you get it on Friday yeah. or, like, you know, one day during the week or maybe, like, if your parents are, like, uber rich and they own, like, you know, part of the Australian Parliament, then they would give you <laughs> two days. You get two days in the canteen. I'm not 100% sure we rent out Parliament House <laughs> to the Politicians, no, they right. own it. Like, oh, okay. they own the Parliament House. Rightio. No worries. <laughs> well, uh, their food has been categorised into uh, green, uh, amber, and two red options, which ham has been put into one of them. Ham? Into the, into the red option. So they can't have, like, a ham and cheese toasty? Uh, no. That's... Or their guidelines say no as out- well. Outrageous. Isn't it outrageous? That's outrageous. Next, I'll ban bullying. Jody and Mather. Anytime you want, I'm on Listener. And six to nine weekdays on Dubbo's 93.5 Triple M. Jody's being Valentine's week, uh, we both cooked for our partners. Yeah, look at us go earning those brownie points. Except I lost mine fairly quickly. Brownie points from cooking that are already gone. 
How? Not picking up after myself. I oh. was warned uh, during the proceedings of the court. Well. Uh, and I pleaded my case to Her Honour. Uh, didn't go well. Yeah, uh, execution. Uh, yeah, a few, <laughs> straight to lethal injection, <laughs> uh, which I thought, thought was a bit harsh. But, uh, we, you know, we've been doing that for quite some time. We've been together for, I don't know, 100 years or something. But you're a young couple. What did you guys get up to for Valentine's? Uh, and I mean food-wise. Uh, nothing. Oh. Uh, did you do anything good, like cute or anything? Oh, I did something super cute. Yeah. Um, so, because Mr. Jody works from home, mm-hmm. um, and we get uh, a delivery service delivered with our food, like the, the pre-made meals and all that sort of stuff. Sure, sure, sure. So, we're waiting for that to come, and I just was too hungry, so I was like, I'm not waiting for it to come. <laughs> I'm just going to snack through the rest of the afternoon, which is okay. what I did. Mr. Jody, on the other hand, um, he ended up having lunch at two o'clock in the afternoon, and he started cooking at, but then he's like, oh, I've got to go back to work. Do you mind just like... Oh, so you started cooking the dinner. Yeah. I had to go back to And then I was okay. like, we've got to go back on uh, and do my stuff, my lunches up. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. I'll take over. Don't you don't you worry. Those, I'll those take lady, over. Those ladies aren't going to be able to blow dry their hair themselves. Nah, good old Jones has got it over here. Yeah. So uh, I took over and um, I we, he, he made like some veggies and put them in the oven and um, I just really, I just flipped the pork steaks nice. and put them on a plate. But I did a super cute thing. Yes. And I brought them into him and... And I got him a little glass of, uh, we had Fanta in the fridge, a little glass nice. of Fanta. Um, and I put in, <laughs> I just put uh, the bucket of flour. It's not a bucket, it's a container <laughs> of flour on the desk as well. And he goes, I don't want any flour. And I was like, it's flowers. Because it's Valentine's Day. And he was like, oh, that's cute. I'll cook dinner. We didn't end up having dinner because we both had a late lunch. But... Neither of us have brownie points, really. I feel like I should be in the clear. You are for anything and everything for the next twelve months. I think you're in the clear of getting proposed to anytime soon. Right? Hey, Jody and Mather, weekday mornings from six on Dubbo's ninety three point five Triple M. This is the podcast edition. Jodes, I think it would be rude to pick a favourite person that we speak to each and every week on the show. Oh, I can. Oh, who? Shane A. Bassett, our movie and streaming extraordinaire. I agree. Funny old time, as I look over the movies and the streaming things we've got here today, Bob Marley. What's happening with Bob Marley? <laughs> yeah, Bob Marley, One Love, uh, dropped in cinemas yesterday, and it's a big new movie about his life. So I've got to say up front that I've never been a big fan of reggae music and that style of uh, music at all. But, you know, watching this movie... It's really opened my eyes a little bit, especially of the icon Bob Marley. Uh, he went through a lot of adversity growing up and how he became a humanitarian as well as a, a talented musician and singer. Uh, it's great, actually. It's interesting. Uh, if you like the songs of Bob Marley, you're going to really like the soundtrack and you probably get the most out of this film. Yeah, you would think the soundtrack would be pretty epic reggae especially if you're into Bob Marley <laughs> yeah it doesn't really kick in until about halfway through the movie like the the start of the film is him growing up and, and how he got through life because he was abandoned when he was young and things happened to him but he came out the other side very very good a, a strong-willed yeah. man uh, and the, the songs yeah they sort of kick in in the second half yeah, for sure. Now, I love a good superhero movie. I know, Shana, you're not a huge fan of it. So tell no. us the lowdown <laughs> on Madam Web. I'm not going to give much of a lowdown because, you know what, Jody, it was very incomprehensible at times. I was trying to figure out what was going on and I couldn't work it out. The script is really bad, the plot, but I still found it entertaining. 
Uh, I'm not a big Marvel fan, but I liked Dakota Johnson as Madam Webb. She is a paramedic uh, that, that's set in the 90s. Uh, she's a paramedic in New York, and she has like a clairvoyant ability. She can see into the future, and she kind of uses that to become a superhero. She joins up with some other, other girls with similar powers. Uh, and it's a lot of Spider-Man references. So if you like Spider-Man, it's not exactly a Spider-Man movie, but it's in that same universe. So it's not the worst Marvel movie I've seen, um, but it's, you know, it's not the greatest either. That's a bit of hope, really. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> uh, Superman's sister is a copycat. Like. <laughs> Mate, uh, in our house, there is one movie that reigns over them all. It turns 30 <laughs> Uh, this month, uh, released in 1994, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Well, I'm not surprised that movie reigns overall in your place, Matto. It's, uh, it's a very interesting comedy that stands the test of time. 1994 in February, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective was released, and Jim Carrey was introduced to the world. He became a superstar. Uh, some of the uh, jokes in it were very controversial at the time, uh, and they kind of still are. If you watch it, oh, you'll yeah. know what I mean. They're a little dated. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah, definitely, uh, especially in particular a shower scene. But you know what? Jim Carrey was in three movies this year, Mask and Dumb and Dumber, as well as Ace Ventura Pet Detective. So that was a huge thing. All three were massive. So Yeah, he was a, yeah, such a yeah. huge star in 1994. He, it was, he was. Wow. Still is and very still popular. Is. It just doesn't do as many movies anymore. Yeah, I, well, would you? I tried to watch it, and That's I detective. think yeah, and I think I got through the first ten minutes and went, "Not my cup of tea." <laughs> it is a cup of tea uh, type of movie. Yeah. I get it. I get it, Jodie. Well, don't watch the sequel then because the sequel's not as good. Um, but the fun fact about Ace Ventura, when nature calls, is that it was filmed in Australia, up on up in Queensland. Wow, go to we, Aussies. We even like that one. That's how that's that's how bad that's we are. How dedicated you are to Ace Ventura. <laughs> well, there was a prequel about an Ace Ventura pet detective kid, and there was even a cartoon series. So it's popular. Jody and Mavo weekday mornings from six on Dubbo's ninety three point five Triple M. This is the podcast edition. Jody, an inconvenience for you uh, this week as well. Just a small one. Lots of rain that we had, but unfortunately, it all landed in your house. Yeah, about forty mil in our backyard. Oh, that's fun. Yesterday afternoon, Jodes. We got a storm. We did get a storm, uh, but uh, you you mainly got the storm. I got well, all the storm. storm. The water. It was pretty much me and Cole's car park. Okay. Uh, we got all the water in Dubbo. Rightio. Uh, and I was scrolling through Facebook and I saw that a lot of other people hadn't gotten the same rain that I had gotten in my backyard. Well, your your house is like a funnel. It is. It funnels in from uh, a few streets. And for some reason, it funnels all the way down into our driveway, out into our backyard. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Water finds a way. It does. It does. So how was that? Like you, you, I think you actually, you went home for your husband or something. Yeah, I went home uh, because I thought we're going to have a nice little lunch afternoon together because he had an hour off. Yeah. When I got home, he was like, okay, Joe, get changed. We're mowing the lawn. And I was like, I don't want to mow the lawn today. No, and this is, you know, it's middle of the day, so it's Mm. hot. Yeah, it was hot yesterday. It was like thirty degrees yesterday. So we we do do we do go home. We go home at lunchtime. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so we're mowing the lawn uh, because I succumbed and I got into my yeah my fun uh, mowing the lawn outfit, Uh, (laughs) and I whippersnipped the backyard. Oh, well done. Yeah, so beautiful backyard. I whippersnipped. The grass looked. 
immaculate. Yeah, of course it did. Super nice, super nice. Of course. And then it was about, was it about 5.30-ish? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, it yes. started raining, and I thought, "Oh, this is the grass is gonna love this. Oh, it's gonna love the garden's gonna love oh, this. Look at us, we've hey. just mowed. It's gonna be the grass is just gonna love it. Yeah. Uh, and then it just kept Going. raining, and then the grass did not gonna like this. And then uh, I said to Mr. Jody, "Oh, I think, I think we're gonna, I think our backyard's gonna flood." And he was like, "I'm gonna start cooking dinner." Okay. So he went into the kitchen to start cooking dinner and I was on flood watch uh, between uh, my neighbour and I. She was out of town. Uh, so I messaged her and I was like, hey, I'm on flood watch. Uh, watching, we're flooding. Um, so I started seeing the water trickle down our driveway Uh-oh. and I said to Mr. Jody, uh, okay, the water's coming. It's coming. Do we have anything out in the back that we need to get inside right now? And he was like, I don't know, go out and have a look. Well, he's chopping Super away helpful. at the carrots and the sweet potato. Oh, he was busy. <laughs> he was busy. It he was wasn't doing some work. Yeah, it wasn't on his mind. Yeah. Uh, me, little panicky over here, running around, checking the backyard, the front yard, the backyard, the front yard, the backyard, the front yard. Um, and it started to actually come in yeah. out through our backyard because it funnels through from our driveway down. Um and he walks out and he's like, oh, oh. Uh, and he's dawn. like, wait, the tent. Oh, no, there's this. Oh, no, there's this. So then he starts frantically rushing around. By that time, the water was above his ankles. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my so goodness. He's That's rushing bad. around in ankle deep. And I was like. In your backyard. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, you've got this covered now. So I went inside and finished making dinner. <laughs> else we can do. No, that's right. So we just kind of wash it. So then our driveway, I thought I was going to have to call you yesterday afternoon yeah. and say, can you pick me up for work? Because I can't full-wheel drive backwards out of my driveway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, thank goodness you uh, mowed the lawn. Exactly. That's yeah. what we kept saying. At least we mowed the lawn. Yeah. You know what I did yesterday? What did you do? I came home and got, gee, the pool's a bit low. Put a whole bunch of water in it out of my hose. <laughs> Jody and Mather. Anytime you want them on Listener. And six to nine weekdays on Dubbo's 93.5 Triple M. And of course, Joe's is a bit of a rain theme because we did get 40 mils in 30 minutes uh, on this particular day. Crazy amount of rain. And it affected uh, Dubbo at large. Earlier we spoke about your flooding situation. Yeah, well, Dubbo got well, certain areas because I've seen, I've been scrolling through uh, Facebook. Yes. Um, and people talking about, you know, like how much rain they got. There's some people in Dubbo, like in the Dubbo area, they didn't get a mil. I find that bizarre. Which is crazy because we got, you know, 40 mils in almost 30 minutes. But just... In three streets. In three streets got that. Uh, and then over in South Dubbo, they got they, they got the end of our storm. Okay. So if you were living in, you know, Narramine West, if you're around that area, you got the storm. The storm. And then it slowly then started trickling down to Western a, into a Wellington. Nice mist, uh, yeah. By the time we got to Willow. <laughs> How is your backyard now? It uh it will hopefully clear up if it's well it's supposed to be thirty two today. Yeah. So hopefully it'll dry up. Yeah. Um but if we're getting more rain again, then uh if anyone wants to come over for a swim, uh we've got a full backyard swimming pool. Well, speaking of that, I did mention that yesterday I went to the pool and I thought, Oh, it's a little low. A little low, it's been a little hot, filled it back up. <laughs> Bingo, bango, uh, next minute the uh, storm came. And super, super amount of rain. Super amount of the exact amount I needed, I think. Yep. 
but gosh, it bucketed down. The wind with the rain was what got it, me. It was yeah. There was quite a lot of wind. Uh, I think I read somewhere that um, it was seventy up to seventy k's. I think so because I I've got that little porch thing at the back of my house, and I was sitting there with Mrs. Matha. She's I'm coming out. We're sat there like two old people oh, watching the rain. That's so cute. It was gorgeous until <laughs> until she started getting smashed in the face <laughs> uh, with the rain. It wasn't so romantic. And I said, no. "Do you want to go inside?" She said, "Yeah." But it was nice to listen to. I do like it. But you know. Cole's car park again. Flooded. Oh, absolutely. And you know, if you have a little car, that it you ruins your well, car. You've got to put floaties on it. Yeah, you really do. You've got to, and like walking through it because you've got to get to your car. I think we've got to find someone who knows why it floods and why your house floods and what we can do about it. Yeah, that would be good. We could start a, uh, what are they called? OnlyFans. No, GoFundMe uh, for, your, <laughs> for, your, for your backyard. <laughs> Jody and Matho, the podcast. Jody, this week we had a great comp uh, wrap up called Bathurst or Burnout. A lot of fun. We asked some silly questions. Yeah, all to win tickets to the Bathurst 500 happening on the 23rd and the 25th of February. Yeah, and those guys that won got into a pool to see if they would get upgraded. And a huge congratulations to Chris. Thanks to everyone that called. Uh, try to get through for Bathurst or Burnet. Absolutely. It was a great competition yeah. and thanks for everyone for playing along with our questions. <laughs> uh, but someone has to win the upgrade and we've got Chris on the phone. We're going to let him know the good news. Chris, how you doing? Good, yourself? Yeah, doing good, thanks. Uh, you called up on Wednesday for to win tickets for the Bathurst 500. I did indeed. Well... Well, letting you know. You've got a bit of an upgrade, mate. You're going on the grid and you're going to have a lap. Oh, beautiful. That is awesome. Isn't yes. that great? Uh, apparently, you've got to take your own car, which I thought was... No, no, no. no, no, no. Oh, like a big one out of the shed, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Be sad if they turn around and say, no, it's just a walk. <laughs> no, I don't want a walk. Uh, no, you get a lap around uh, in a car and uh, also a grid walk so you get to see all the cars and all the drivers and all the teams, everything close yeah, up, Yeah, it'd be great for you and a friend as well. So you get to take whoever you're going with gets to come along with you. Oh, totally awesome, guys. Thank you very much. Jody and Mather. Weekday mornings from 6 on Dubbo's 93.5 Triple M. This is the podcast edition. Well, Jody, it now comes to the end of the podcast. What a great week that we had. A busy week. Yeah, very busy. Thank you to everyone that uh, called in, participated, and thank you for listening to this podcast as well. We really enjoy putting it together. And as always, a new podcast will be up of the best bits of the week every Friday. Jody and Mather. Anytime you want, I'm on Listener. And six to nine weekdays on Dubbo's 93.5 Triple M.